Hello everybody, welcome back to another edition of Throwback Sports Productions and Backyard Baseball 2001. I am your host, Michael Schultz, back here with my good buddy, brother, and co-host Ben Schultz on a very chilly afternoon here in Lonsdale, Minnesota. Ben, you said the weather was a bit nicer for you over there at Oshkosh by about, oh, I don't know, 20 degrees or so. But uh, that (laughs) given the case, it is a lovely, sunny, beautiful, ocean breezy day here for baseball in the game here today. We're at Sandy Flats, game number 10 of the season. And before we get into anything else, Ben, how the heck are you? Good to talk to you. We've been off for three weeks because I was away on vacation for a while. And a lot of stuff happened this week after I got back. But anyway, how you been? And uh, what are you looking forward to with today? Sure, I've been really good. Uh, the podcast took a three-week break. Uh, it was on winter vacation as well. So nice to spend time with friends and family over here as well as y'all listening. We're back in the saddle. Glad to be here, especially at this arid beach where salt air and uh, d- the smell of dead fish and driftwood waft over home plate. So we are. Uh, I'm looking forward to beating up on another backyard bird, <laughs> yep. which is uh, saying a lot for a bird nerd like myself. We just came off a victory against the Orioles. We're now facing the Toronto Blue Jays, mm-hmm. and they are very much still in their own running with a close series thus far. So Mm -hmm. they're looking to claw their way back. We're looking to sustain pressure against our opposition. And uh, I wanted to flip the mic over back to you, my good sir, because we uncovered something fun about the uh, the wildcard race and the uh, playoffs (laughs) before the record button was hit. So what are those details? All right, so we're going to start with the Blue Jays uh, situation. So they are only one game behind in their division in the AL East. They trail both the Devil Rays and the Fishes, who are in a two-way tie for first place at 6-3. and three. Blue Jays are one game behind at 5-4. and four. In addition to that, the Blue Jays are also one game out in the American League wildcard race. They, tra- they trail uh, the Devil Rays by a game, as do the Mariners, who are second in our division to us, as do the Indians, who are in their own division there in the American League Central. They are tied with the Minnesota Twins, and right now the Twins hold the tiebreaker there. Um, So we'll see how those uh, scenarios play out. A lot of very tight races in all the divisions here, and also the wildcard marathon runs here, the sprint to the finish, as it's going to be here. Anything can happen, so this game is huge for Toronto for their playoff hopes here. They're at home. They've got their ace uh, by proxy, Loan Lee, on the mound today. And it'll be very curious to see how they do here at their home field. This team knows how to field the ball well. They have cannon arms, a lot of them, all around the field. Um, and it'll be curious to see what uh, things do here. But uh, let's get into some of the matchups here. Uh, Sally Dobbs is continuing her undefeated run so far. She is 4 0 with a 1 2 6 ERA. Going up against the aforementioned Luanne Louis, 2 and 1, 5-4-5 ERA, but she can definitely uh, pull some gems out of her out of her back pocket uh, when when the time calls for it. We'll see how they do here today. But the Blue Jays have a lot to play for here, Ben. And um, <clears throat> another note here before I forget. Speaking of playoff races and implications, if we win today, and the Seattle Mariners lose their game today, then the Red Hornets clinch a spot in the playoffs, and we clinch our division uh, with four games left to go in the year after this one. So if we win and the Mariners lose, we have punched our ticket to the postseason. Otherwise, uh, we've got another, at least another game to go see um, how that figures out, if it can wrap up then or if it wraps up in today's game and it's all clinched or whatever. So we'll be keeping tabs on all of that here for you folks. 
Ben, what are your thoughts on all of this, and uh, what are you looking to see out of today's game? I'm looking to see another close game. We're going to probably make it 3-3, three and three, but we'll, we'll figure it out. Um, close game last time, close game, game 8, so it's going to be some fun high-flying action here. And I'm ready to get into the lineups, and if I'm not mistaken, I'll take the Hornets first because we're guests, and then sure. we'll do the Toronto Blue Jays. Yep, sounds good. Go ahead, take it away with the uh, Road Hornets, and I'll take it with the uh, Home Blue Jays, and we'll be off and running. Alrighty, so batting first for the visiting Red Hornets here at Sandy Flats, Reese Worthington playing shortstop. Batting second, Pete Wheeler playing left field. Batting third on third base is Chipper Jones. Batting fourth in right field, Jose Canseco. Batting fifth, the blur, Kenny Lofton defending center field. Uh, batting sixth, Randy Johnson playing first to base. Batting seventh, Tony Del Vecchio in the catching position. Batting eighth, Sally Dobbs starting today as pitcher. And rounding out the order, Ronnie Dobbs playing second base. Now, Michael, take it away with the Toronto Blue Jays. Alrighty, thank you, Ben. For the home Toronto Blue Jays, leading it off doing the catching today is Jody Palmer. Uh, batting second and on the mound today is Luan Louis. In the third slot over there at short is the secret weapon himself, Pablo Sanchez. Look out for him. Batting fourth, cleanup today, and in right field is Raul Mondesi. Batting fifth and over at second is Veronica Lee. In the sixth spot over at first base is Tracy Hoban. Batting seventh and over in left field is Nate Kowalski. Batting eighth and playing center field this afternoon is Mariana Roth. And rounding it out, batting ninth at the hot corner at third is Mickey O'Connor. Those are your lineups. Those are your news and notes. We are ready to play baseball live from Sandy Flats, a beautiful, slightly breezy, wonderfully salt air filled afternoon. Hornets and Blue Jays, here we go. Worthington makes his way to the plate. He's appreciative of all the oxygen here on the coast and the lovely salt <laughs> air for his lungs. Absolutely. It does wonders if you have asthma, which is the case for Mr. Indeed. Worthington here. Swing, grounder, uh, foul ball, strike one. And we are underway. Foul ball's one strike. Louis and Louis looking to get off to a fast start. Foul ball again. And as always, we will be keeping track of the broken window tally throughout the game and throughout the entirety of this season, and we'll have one for the postseason as well, if we do indeed get that far. Uh, housekeeping note, um, or actually a question for you. When, If we get to the postseason, do you want a completely separate tally? But do you want me to still keep track of like the, the tally for the entire year yet, or how are we going to spin this, I guess? This one's lofted ah. deep to left field. Pete Wheeler on his horse. He will reach first base, and the ball will reach the ground. We're going to revisit that after he uh, makes his play here. Rounds the base to second base. Outfielders still contemplating life at the puddle in deep left field. The ball uh, thrown at third base, and Pete Wheeler is going for an in-the-park home run. He's rounding third, going to home, and he will score. The ball never even made it into the infield. <laughs> <laughs> He's doing a wow. complete lap around the circuit, and we are up one nothing. Hornets over the Blue Jays, and here's Chipper Jones. All right, so Wheeler with an inside the parker to just the edge of left field. Uh, Worthington struck out on three pitches, but um, or, uh, Wheeler with the inside the park home run. And to answer your to answer your question there, Ben, uh, let's go ahead and uh, we can keep like the running tally, but we'll have like a sheet separate for like the postseason. Okay, and we'll just keep up on all that. Sounds good. Chipper Jones grounds out uh, pitcher to first base. And now Jose Canseco up to the plate with nobody on and two out. Hornets currently with a 1-0 lead. Oh gosh, and he just tomahawks this one straight into the ground. Back to the pitcher, over to first on a 
Sandy Hop. And uh, out there, so one run on one hit, no errors. Blue Jays coming up to the plate. Bottom one, Sally Dobbs going to work here. Hornets lead one nothing. And first pitch is fisted off the hands. Dobbs running over to get it, makes the catch for out number one. Very clean play, uh, Sally. Definitely saw what happened when Pete Wheeler made that monstrous in the park home run and is definitely keen to keep the ball in the infield as much as possible. Here's the delivery inside, strike one, Luanne Louis, who is also pitcher, looks. And we are one on, or nobody, I'm sorry, one out, uh, one strike. This one is grounded right in front of the mound. Infield playing in, Dobbs picks it, flicks to first, Johnson covering, and there's out number two. So now two quickly away, and nobody on for a threat among threats in Pablo Sanchez. It was very smart of the Toronto Blue Jays to pick him as a cleanup position. He's designed, I guess, in this order in the in the lineup here to play and kind of bat a run at least farther towards home or in home. Um, but unfortunately, he has no one to play with here, and he's got to find a way around the uh, cannon arm of Sally Dobbs as pitch number six comes his way. No balls, two strikes, and he oh, smacks no. this one, caps it off the right-hand side of the bat. Jose Canseco digging deep in right field. Oh. He will not get it. That gets down. Hop one, hop two, and he's going to have to hop to it oh, no. to get to the ball. Sanchez is rounding second. He is going to third. Jose Canseco has grabbed the ball. He's making his way back, chucks it. Large chuck over to Kenny Lofton. Kenny Lofton finds it, chucks over to second base. Um, <laughs> Sanchez rounding third, going home. They have a conversation at wow. second base, and at that time, <laughs> wow, he's managed to hit his way all the way home. We have our second in the park home run answered by the Blue Jays. Michael, what are your thoughts? That was an absolutely crazy turn of events there. So Sanchez has absolutely rifled that ball over the leaping glove tip of. Uh, of uh, the right fielder, Canseco. He did everything he could there to try and get the ball to the infield. Lofton relays to Dobbs, and then Dobbs kind of flubbed the exchange, which led to the score. But uh, they trade inside the park home runs. Ours was to left field with Wheeler. Theirs was to right field with Sanchez, and it is a 1-1 ball game. Like I said, man, anything can happen on a field like this, and if you get it out into no man's land, you can easily get four bags on any given deep missed fly ball or hard line drive like we just saw. There are a lot of deep and uh, powerful motives for each team to kind of come out on top here, so definitely good to see that tenacity early on in the game. Silly Dobbs jumps and snags us out of the air for out number three. So we are done through one inning. 1-1 one, one, the score. Hornets at the Blue Jays. And Kenny Lofton, the blur. Uh, the infield terrorizer is at the plate here. A lefty, and he looks outside for ball one. I'm going to know the count here. Luan Luis, six or seven pitches, excuse me, um, in the first inning. One strikeout, one hit, one run. As this one is lined uh, softly on a couple hops over to Sanchez. He misplays it briefly, throws to first, and gets Lofton. If this wow. was a normal field, he would have been safe. But this is sand, and you got to take that into account. So one away and a good play by Sanchez. Here's Randy Johnson now at the plate. Oh my goodness, he gets into this one to deep left field. Way back goes the left fielder. At the track, at the wall. That sucker is gone, ladies and gentlemen. Oh my stars, a home run solo shot from the most unexpected of bats. Randy Johnson destroys that ball to left field. And one hops it up against the uh, 
up against the wash and dry shack in left field, 280 feet, and that is something you will not see very often, if ever. Randy Johnson, have a start to your afternoon, sir. Two to one. He's not on the mound, but he says, I'll do it with my bat. Why not? Just mashed potatoed that baseball. And now here is Tony Delvecchio. He flies this one to right field. Mondesi charging in, got a beat on it, and dives, and he misplayed it. Bounces off of him, throws over to first, and the play is made, but the out is not recorded. Delvecchio gets it there. So runner on and one out for Sally Dobbs, who loves what she sees from her the counterpart, uh, her, her, her battery mate on the mound from Randy Johnson, destroying that ball to left field. And Ben, I am... I'm genuinely shocked at what just happened there. <laughs> you do not see balls leave the bat of the pitchers that often, that fast, and with that much tenacity. As this one sneaks its way underneath the strike zone for Dobbs looking at ball two. Absolutely mad props to Randy Johnson for smacking that ball right where it hurts and uh, getting the Hornets back into the lead. 2-1 over the Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, this one's outside the strike zone for ball three, and Sally Dobbs patiently patiently waits at home plate will she walk she will walk this one goes to first and uh, Dobbs will make her way there speaking of Dobbs her brother I believe uh, Ronnie is at the plate Ronnie Dobbs at the dish here trying to get a ball out of the infield somehow because there is a definite potential for a double play here this is the easiest field in which to turn double plays because of the sandy terrain and the uh, slowness of foot therein because of it. So, interesting thing here. Two runners aboard, one out. Dobbs would love to draw a walk somehow if he can and try and mitigate him being the uh, point of the double plays. This one is wrapped toward left field. Left fielder coming on to get it. It falls down on a hop. He throws the second out. Oh, no, it's... Oh, my gosh, it's over the glove of the second baseman. And everybody's going to be safe. Oh, dear. Oh, that is an unfortunate happenstance there. Huge break there for the Hornets. Uh, Blue Jays know they missed a golden opportunity for a double play, but the bases are still loaded and there's still one out. And now Reese Worthington is at the plate, so chance not fully lost here. Ball one low and inside. Ben, that ball had plenty of sauce on it, but just a bit outside. Yeah, definitely so. Um, you gotta <laughs> you got to play some well if you want to get into the postseason here. This one, uh, definitely speaking of place well, this one is not uh, for an infield fly, and really he's going to be kicking himself after that. Pete Wheeler jumps into the batter's box. We are up against two outs and three on. Bases mm -hmm. are juiced, and Wheeler rips this one down the right field line. First baseman trotting over to get it, tries to get a beat on it, throws a second, forced to play there. They drop the ball, quickly recover. There's one out there, but they will give up. Uh, no, they will not give up another run, actually. Nope. They just saved the run from being counted there by quickly recovering for that out. So we are into the bottom of the second inning with the Blue Jays trailing only by one under the Hornets. Yes, indeed. First pitch swinging strike there to Veronica Lee. Bottom of the second. Hornets lead 2-1, as you said. Dobbs throws pitch number 10. And that is in there for strike number 2. Fastball swinging to miss strike 3. There you go. 
Somebody's running some sort of power equipment or a snowmobile outside. I can't tell which. I mean, tis the season, so... <laughs> yeah, it's a snowmobile. It's a snowmobile. I can see it. <laughs> Carry well, on, good sir. It won't uh, stay around for long. Nah. Now, we haven't gotten snow again since I got back from vacation. But it snowed twice while I was gone. We got a blizzard the day after I flew out to Colorado. Back here in Minnesota, we got a blizzard. And then it snowed again one of the other days later on. But, uh, yeah. No adverse effects on the trip back, because this one is the O2 pitch chopped lazily between catcher and pitcher. Dobbs fields it, flips over to first. Out number two. Easy peasy. Nate Kowalski now at the plate. 360 average so far over there in left field here today. So long and unfouled, strike one. Dobbs looking to uh, craft her pitches carefully here. Does so right there. Beauty. Strike two on the outside corner. Looking for strikeout number two and finish off this inning in style. Swing and a miss from Kowalski. There it is. So strikeout number two. And no runs across the plate. Hornets continue with their briefly, or briefly, no, their slim one-run lead. Indeed. Top third. Chipper Jones leading it off. Louis and Louis. 21 pitches, one strikeout, one walk. One run. Two runs, rather. Both earns this one a shot towards shallow center field. It gets under the glove of the center fielder. And Chipper Jones will stay put at first and not test that arm. Even though she spiked the ball into the ground. And then finds a way to get it to uh, get it back to the infield there. So runner aboard, nobody away for Jose Canseco. Grounded out his last time up. Looking to powder keg one to the deep part of the outfield here. And he attempts to do so. A high towering fly ball right of center field and they're off to the races. This one's going to split the defenders and find its way into the deeper part of center field. Canseco will go at least two bases, if not three. Chipper Jones rounding second, going to third. And then rounding third, going home. The hard throw from Mondesi in towards short is not going to make it. Jones is going to score. Canseco on his horse from third, going to home. It's going to take a heck of a throw to get him here. The ball goes toward the infield. The second baseman fields it, fires over to home plate, but it is to no avail. And inside the park home run once again. We have had three in this game. And it is four to one Hornets on the two-run shot within bounds, within parameters, by Jose Canseco, and he will take that six days or seven days out of the week. Good shot by him. Uh, nice comeback from that ground out at first base from his last time up. So good to see him back swinging and singing his way to home plate. Kenny Lofton now nice. at the plate. Steerike one for foul ball, and he will look at another one high for ball. I'm sorry. Yeah, ball one. Yep, you're good. <laughs> one ball, one strike. Nobody on, nobody out. Base is empty. Now 4-1 lead for the Hornets. As Lofton is trying very, very, very poignantly to get on base. Flips in front of the catcher, and he gets a infield hit. There you go. Fisted it where nobody could catch it. Took a hop, and uh, he was able to get the first base. Now Randy Johnson, whose average is 300, and he has one for one with a solo dinger to left field which was the difference in the game until the uh, two-run inside the park homer by Canseco earlier this inning. With a runner aboard looking to do some more damage here. 
And this ball is tagged towards second. Uh-oh, that's not good. Out at second, throw to first, and there's your double play. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. <laughs> Hit it right at the defender on a hop. The sand just killed it. And now there's quickly two outs. The Blue Jays are back in it here. Johnson's kicking himself with that when he had another fat one served up to him on the outside half of the plate. And uh, got some sharp wood on it, but uh, didn't sting that ball enough. As Delvecchio fouls this one back toward the booth, but away from us. We are safe for now. We always bring our gloves to the booth, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, so don't be don't be afraid. We, we know our way around this. <laughs> Swinging him a strike, too. We're actually giving those out at the end of the uh, regular season and uh, some of them into the postseason for a couple mm -hmm. lucky random contestants here. We'll be calling out mm -hmm. the uh, lucky tickets uh, when we get there. But uh, for now... Um, two balls, two strikes for Tony D against two outs, nobody on. Lou in, Louis delivers. He corks this one over the second baseman. Uh, center fielder rounds out and catches the ball, and he is out for number out, out number three. Wow, I can't speak today. For some reason, the uh, T has kicked in, but it hasn't made my words better. We're into the bottom of the third inning. Hornets lead it 4-1 <laughs> over the Toronto Blue Jays' Mariana Ralph playing center field. Uh, easy, easy catch for... Uh, out number three there last time, and she is now at the batter's box. Pitch number 19, if I read my fuzzy digits correctly, from Sally Dobbs, and that is steerag number two. She's at least getting her swinging. Hopefully yep. we'll get her um, out or have a snazzy play on the infield. This one paints. Happy little corner on the bottom right-hand side, and that's ball one, just barely outside the batter's strike zone. Ariana, zero for zero. Looking to do some damage uh -oh. here. And uh -oh. she's corked this uh -oh. one to deep left field. Uh -oh. Kenny Lofton's on his uh -oh. horse. Even the blur might not make it this far. And this one is splashing <laughs> the puddle for a definitive 222 or 227 foot. 227. Home run. And that will stick in the squishy mud and stay there. We don't want that again. But very, very good performance by Mariana to get on base. And all the way around, for that matter. <laughs> it definitely made her mark as the ball sinks into the ooze underneath that puddle. But good on the Blue Jays for coming back. And uh, it is now a just a two-point ball game here as Mickey O'Connor steps to the bag. What did we say at the onset of this game, Ben? Anything could happen? Well, here we go. <laughs> it's very dynamic. Yes. A lot of home runs both in and outside of the park. To this point, Mickey O'Connor swings through that one for strike two. Dobbs trying to settle herself back down here. Now the lead is from three down to two. The pitch swung and a miss, strike three, a dominant, a dominating that at bat there of Mickey O'Connor. And now there's one out for Jody Palmer. Dobbs feel a little bit tired, a little bit frustrated too with that home run there. But um, props to the uh, props to. Um, Mariana Roth for corking that sucker and it just barely out of the reach of the of the uh, streaking Lofton as he couldn't get close enough to try and dive for that ball. Ben, I had a thought as that as that uh, home run transpired and they were around on the bases there. I thought, what if somebody was charging for that ball, made a diving attempt, and would that mean that they would goose themselves into the puddle if they caught the ball on a dive? They I don't know. probably would. Um, in all our decades of playing this game, I've never seen that happen. I think it would be technically possible. There's not a wall there. 
So, like, they could probably goosh themselves into that, uh, that mess. Hopefully that won't affect their gameplay. Sally Dobbs turns her back to the play, tries a fancy overhead catch, and uh, definitely doesn't make it. Tony D splices in and gets the out for um, out number three. He will step in for her and throw out to first base. And Sally Dobbs... Um, <laughs> Rubbing her noggin after that one at the batter's box. Now we are at the top of the fourth inning. And swing and a miss strike one. So interesting turn of events here to flip the page to inning number four. And uh, while I'm thinking about it, a big thanks to Red Circle for having us on their network. Uh, find us where all we find all of your podcasts, Apple, uh, Google, um, anywhere in between, Castro, uh, Stitcher, we're, we're there. So look up Throwback, throwback Sports Productions, and uh, you should find us there. But if you're listening to this, you probably already did. So it's a moot point. Ronnie Dobbs, like a goldfinch, hops his way to the batter's box. He has a runner to play with. One on, nobody out. And looks at that ball with disdain, even though it's in the strike zone, going, come on, I want better. Yeah. Throw where I can hit it. Well, there she does, and he fouls it off, so touche. <laughs> no balls, two strikes. <laughs> Sally Dubs, Ronnie's brother over there on first base. Ronnie looking to try and do something here. Catches up with that ball, but it's foul. Well, and then we said, here's the fastball, come hit it, and he didn't quite make it. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we have a pitching change. Breaking news, Jody Palmer is now in for Luanne Louis. Looking a little bit tired and uh, a little bit harried there on the mound. As this ball is doinked toward third, the pitcher goes over to get it. Her one play could be to second. There it is out there. The throw over to first. Oh, my goodness, Ben. They have two double plays and two innings. <laughs> Very oh, clean infield play. Nicely done by the Blue Jays. Keep that ball settled. They know disaster can strike at the moment's notice here if it reaches the outfield. And Race Worthington corks this to shallow right. And this will get down. And second baseman throws first, and he is out. So a three up, three very, very quickly down here. And none other than Pablo Sanchez is at the plate to threaten the outfield once again. All the grains of sand out there must be trembling something fierce as he swings with great power. <laughs> through strike one. Dobbs not wanting a repeat of last at bat. And never mind. Long fly ball to right field even further this time as it one hops and buries itself against the uh, the tree there. Canseco throws over to Lofton who falls down, gets back up and fires over to second. They're going to keep this ball in the... Uh oh, look out. Oh, what are you guys doing? Come on, throw the ball. Throw the ball. <laughs> as... Sanchez is safe at third. Chipper Jones rounds, fires over to home, and we have a rundown. Oh, my gosh. And we got him out. What a job. Oh, yes. my goodness. Sanchez was like, uh-uh, I'm going all the way. And they're like, no, 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 no. Chipper Jones says, sit down, son. We got you, we, we got you pegged. And uh, somehow, despite all of that and a bit of confusion in the infield, they get the out. So nobody on, one away for Raul Mondesi. And Sanchez goes scuffing his scuffing his shoes, kicking the sand back to the dugout, frustrated with himself for his base-running blunder. As now you have nobody on base to play with. Raul Mondesi rips that ball foul for strike two. And Sally Dobbs is doing her best to try and get out of this inning as quickly as possible, knowing what could happen. Swing and a miss, strike three, and that's going to help. Strikeout number four, Mondesi goes down, 33rd pitch. 
and we are still doing just fine over here. We've got great stacks of skill lined up on both the Hornets and the Blue Jays' side. And it's interesting to see how the venue of Sandy Flats changes all of that in an instant. Infield plays can be so deadly. Outfield plays, even if they're not over the, quote, wall, can also just say goodbye. <laughs> and uh, you yep. can have a fantastic rundown like we had to Sanchez earlier. Sally gets the ball, takes her time, and flips two for a space for out. Number three, she is safely out of this inning, and Pete Wheeler guarding left field today, playing now at the batter's box. He is staring down Jody Palmer for the first time. This one is low and outside for ball one. And we are in the top of the number, inning number five here. Hornets lead it 4-2 over the Toronto Blue Jays, hoping to keep this score gap, or at least extend it by a little bit. Wheeler rips this one to shallow left to center. Center fielder grabs it, throws the second, and uh, <laughs> Wheeler's wheels have stopped at first. He is safely there for a single, ushering in Chipper Jones. One aboard, one out, or one aboard, nobody out, I should say, as Jones is now at the plate. Tag teaming with Del Vecchio there for that great heads-up defensive play, getting the rundown force out there, tagging out Sanchez and keeping run number three from crossing the plate for the Blue Jays. That's the thing, though, Ben. You can't really... I don't know if you can necessarily fault Sanchez as much for that play because he was just trying to manufacture a run. They're not exactly in desperation mode, but they are fighting tooth and nail to try and win a game here and get themselves into even better position for um, for the postseason if they if they want to make it. So I, I understand it, but I also don't fault him too much for, for what happened there. He was just trying his best to make something happen. Yeah, it's an honest it's an honest mistake and it's an honest attempt actually. I should I should have said even so. But uh yeah, definitely no 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 shade cast over here. This one's fire to the pitcher and she overthrows the throw to first. That'll allow Pete Wheeler some time to get to the opposite corner as he screams his way over to third base and the uh -huh. Hornets are now in threatening position for a score here, Mike. Yes, they are, because guess who's walking himself to the plate? The one and only Jose Canseco. Runners at the corners, nobody out. Palmer is in a bit of a pickle. Settling things down with a called strike for strike one. She's in what you may call the Velasic Classic. <laughs> I like that. And in there for swimwear for strike two. So, Canseco... Just staring her down menacingly, saying, I dare you to throw something I can hit. And Palmer says, nope, I'm going to throw a ball. <laughs> Make you think for a bit there, Mr. Conseco. One ball, two strikes. Runners at the corners, nobody out. The pitch, again. Swung on, and this is hit toward first. There's the play. They throw over to home, and Wheeler is safe. Oh, gosh. Luann Louis could not make the play. They tried to cut the runner down at home, and they would have had him if Luann had made the play there. But um, as she was exhausted from pitching on the mound, not quite with it there, that's not her normal position at catcher. And so she flubbed the ball, and uh, a run scores, and there's still nobody out as Lofton absolutely rips this ball foul. Oh my goodness, he got a, he got every bit of the barrel on that one and just yanked it too far. No ball, one strike, and ball one there outside. 
In your other sports news today, currently the Buffalo Bills in the playoffs in the wildcard weekend playoff game against the Indianapolis Colts lead 17-10 as I speak. Trying to win their first playoff game in, oh geez, like 20 odd years. <laughs> so you're getting love and support here from Minnesota for the Buffalo team there. Hopefully they get their playoff win and get to move on. They have a very good team this year. Curious to see if they can make a playoff run. We'll see what happens. We'll keep you updated. Two balls, two strikes now to Lofton. As we're back in the uh, saddle here. Count now runs full on a pitch inside. Two aboard, one in already. 3-2 pitch to Kenny. Swung on and fouled. And that is a broken window, ladies and gentlemen. And another call to the boys and girls of Anderson Windows of Colorado. Also Minnesota, also Wisconsin. So, Ben, what are our totals from that then now? Uh, we're up to 23 for the whole season and one for the game. Very nice. This one is grounded in between catcher and pitcher in no man's land. Everybody's safe. That works just as well as a bunt. So, bases are full. Outs are empty. And Randy Johnson is looking to do something I'm pretty sure I've never seen him do. <laughs> he has a chance to hit a grand salami. Which is absolutely nuts to think about. With the uh, lower air pressure and the uh, salt air, uh, we might see balls leave the bat at higher velocities than normal. Randy Johnson, the poster child for this kind of phenomenon. We the may ball does fly with all the humidity here. We, we, we may have to name the phenomenon the Johnson effect after his, Maybe. truly. Well, given his first at bat when he corked one over to the wall in left field and one hopped the beach grocery wash and dry, that was that was something else to behold. As he hits this one right in front of the pitcher, the pitcher fields it, throws over to home. Luan Louis makes the play there, gets the out at home. Everybody else is safe, so the force out at home, one away bases are still packed. So Johnson didn't get a run home, but he didn't he didn't get himself out either. So that's not a double play, and they'll take that for now. Is Tony Delvecchio at the plate? Looking to jump on something here. Oh, and he tried, and he fouled it, but that was a juicy pitch. Nice big old watermelon sitting there in the right half of the strike zone and just missed it. Ball one on the outside portion. Bases are packed. 5-2 lead. One out, one ball, one strike. Jody Palmer in still trying to get out of this inning with limited damage. Another pitch fouled. One ball, two strikes. As anything can happen here. Still anybody's ball game. If they can get out of this, who knows? This one is grounded uh, in front of the plate between pitcher and catcher. Louis and Louis running over to get it. Picks it up. Trying to run home to get Canseco out, and that's not going to happen. A run will score. The bases remain loaded. It is an infield single. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. So 6-2 now to the Hornets lead here, Ben. Sally Dobbs looking to rifle one into the outfield again. When the base is loaded, that's not a bad idea. The pitch from Palmer is chopped ever so anticlimactically in front of the plate. Luan Louis fields it, steps on the plate, and does not get Kenny Lofton out. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Did you see that? It was right in front of the plate, and I'm not sure why the hesitation... But, uh, yeah, she definitely didn't tag him. It took 
<laughs> Actually, it took uh, I thought she had the, a, uh, but the Kenny was just a little, little too long. Kenny to get was there. just hauling all kinds of all kinds of all kinds of everything to the plate, trying to get score get a score, and he did. Now this one's grounded in front of the plate again. Out at home, they throw over to first. That's not going to happen. So another force out at home. The run does not score this time, but the bases are still loaded, and now we're up to two outs. So I guess progress there, but. Um, I still can't get over the fact that they couldn't get Lofton out. Sand and everything. That ball was dribbled right in front of the plate. And Luann couldn't get to it fast enough and get back to the plate in time to tag him out. That is unreal. So now Worthington hits this one into shallow center field on a couple hops. They played him in infield in and uh, outfield in, I should say. Gets the play to the second base for out number three. We're done in the top half of the fifth. We go to the bottom half. Seven to two. Tracy Hoban at the plate. Hornets lead it by five. And this one is hit high into the air. Worthington trying to get it. And, oh gosh, he misplayed it. Poor guy. And then he misplays the throw over toward Ronnie. And so the run will be on first base. One aboard for Nate Kowalski. Looking to pull the ball. Try and manufacture some runs. We got two double plays. This one is grounded right in front of the plate. Speaking of double plays, there's a chance here. Flips to second. Out there. Flips to first. Good throw. And got him. Double play. So there are very quickly two outs now as Mariana Roth is displeasedly, displeasurately walking to the plate with the bases empty and two outs. Definitely took the wind out of the sails of the Blue Jays there. Right? The wind from beneath their wings here as Ralph swings the strike. One against two outs. And like you said, Michael, nobody on. Sally Dobbs not slowing down. Unleashes pitch number 40 around the outside corner for strike two. Uh, outside ball or will definitely get you every time here. She winds, fires again. This time the inside heater and gets her swinging wow. through strike three. And we are done through another inning. We are now at the top of what could potentially be the last inning here. Number six. Uh, Hornets are up again. Uh, Pete Wheeler uh, charging in from left field and in the batter's box now. And watches Jody Palmer just throw us a floater. Outside for ball number one. Hornets lead over the Blue Jays 7-2 in the top of the sixth inning. This is game number 10 of the regular season for our boys and girls in the Hornets. Uh, Wheeler looks at strike one. He says uh, that's good, but not good enough. Um, and his team definitely has clout, uh, so he can uh, pick his battles here if he wants to. Inside, or outside, sorry, strike number, or ball number two. And two and one the count. Here's another pitch, number 35 up for Jody Palmer. He swings at this one. This one gets over shortstop into shallow right field. And Pete Wheeler is safely at first. Holy cow, look at the legs on that orange-haired boy. He's almost yes, given indeed. the blur a run for his money. Yes, he is. He's the, uh, he's the, uh, I don't know if he's from Louisiana area or what, but uh, nicknames of, like, the Bayou Blur, the red-haired, the red-haired Flash, any, any any kind of thing. My gosh, he's he, he's faster than fast and uh, knows his way around the bases. Chipper Jones grounds his ball in between uh, pitcher and catcher there. Wheeler easily will take second. The throw over to second just to keep him there as now Jones is up on first. Wheeler's over there on second. Nobody out. And Jose Canseco up again. Two for three. And inside the park home run. Hands a single and a ground out to his name this afternoon as a fastball is pummeled toward the strike zone but misses low for ball one.
Jody Palmer, Palmer kicking herself for outs. allowing a couple people on base. Looking to turn the tables here, Mike. Yes, indeed, as this one is hit toward first, that will help your cause. Uh, first baseman overfields it. Will run over to first for the force out there. Runners do move up, though, so good job to Conseco. Two aboard. Double play threat is out of the question here for now, as runners are now in second and third with a base open at first, and Kenny Lofton at the plate looking for another hit today. Two for three with a pair of singles. Hornets trying to pile on here, and a new pitcher, third one of the afternoon here for the Blue Jays, Mariana Roff takes over from center field. Jody Palmer will swap out with her into center field. So Roff has the ball, throws the third to Keith Wheeler there. Didn't even try to throw Lofton out at first, but she was trying to guard against any kind of shenaniganery. As now Randy Johnson is at the plate with the bases loaded for the second consecutive time. One away. And he would love a chance to just golf one over the wall and really blow this can of worms wide open. Yeah, Johnson definitely coming out of nowhere this game as a threat, an offensive threat for the Hornets here, as this one's low and away for ball one. Corked one over the puddle, very first inning, and then showed his stuff later on. He is now two for three, now upping his average to 312. This one is whacked soundly down the line for foul ball. Steerick number two. That is another broken window and another call to the boys and girls of Anderson Windows of Colorado. Two for the day, and how many for the year? 24. Alrighty. Johnson grounds this one in front of the plate. Wheeler's going to score handily. They're going to try and get it out somewhere, and they will do none of that. So everybody's safe, and Johnson scratches out another run. How about that? Have a day, good sir. He's Go three, on, then. Three for four now, 75% hit average <laughs> for the game. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. He's having a really good day, Mike. Yes, he is. Really happy about that. Delvecchio grounds this one in front of the plate. Right there in the uh, Bermuda Triangle of Sadness. Luanne Louis gets to the ball, and all she had to do was run under the plate, and what is she doing? And she throws it away! Oh, dearie me. A comedy of errors around home plate. All she had to do was pick up the ball and run to home plate. She would have beaten Jones out and gotten the force play, kept a run from scoring, but nope. The Rockets, or excuse me, lies. The Hornets... <laughs> Get into the run. Base is still loaded. Still one out for Sally Dobbs. As this ball is grounded up the third base line, pitcher's going to have to go over to get it. Lofton is going to score. Johnson hard charging to third. They throw to third, and he is out. So a forced play, but a run scores. Uh, fielder's choice there. And uh, Lofton scores. It is now double digits here, ladies and gentlemen. 10 nothing or 10 nothing. 10 1 0. 10 to 2. Hornets lead two aboard, two away for Ronnie Dobbs. And Mariana Roff, who just as assumed the pitching duties eight pitches ago, is like, guys, what happened? <laughs> she was thrown in the middle of a crossfire and is finding herself quickly overwhelmed by the chaos ensuing from the offensive side that is the Hornets. Um, they've found a way to play the infield, Mike, and play it very handily, very, very well. Um, I think. Towards the beginning of the game, both sides were used to, I guess, playing on traditional fields, i.e. not made of sand. Um, mm -hmm. Still managed to make it work, but not to the effect that the Hornets had. Now, they've definitely stepped it up for the game, um, found a way to 
make use of their interesting phenomenons as Ronnie Dobbs swangs to strike three, and we are out through the bottom of the sixth inning now. This is the last chance the Blue Jays have of uh, clawing their way back onto a, a suitable branch and finding the fruits of victory therein. Ronnie Dobbs will field this one on a skid and throws first base, and there's out number one. Jody Palmer steps to the plate now and uh, wants to do some damage here. Sally Dobbs wastes zero time, winds fires, and the ball is grounded up the first baseline. Sally Dobbs will say, I'll take this myself, flips over to the, uh, what's his name, Randy Johnson, sorry, um, for out number two. Nobody has seen a bag here in Louis-Anne Louis. Uh, Maybe the final hope for the Blue Jays. Outfield in, and this one's popped up in front of the plate. Oh, Michael, have we seen this before, or have we seen this before? We have seen this before. Delvecchio Fields throws the first. Great pick by Johnson at first. Tags him out. Out number three. Ball game over. Inning over. Red Hornets with a convincing victory, especially offensively in the second half of this game. A 10-2 final, and that is a hard loss and a tough pill to swallow for the Blue Jays there as their playoff hopes get a little bit more dicey with that loss here. But mad props to the defense for our boys and girls in the Hornets. They hung in there. They fought hard. And my goodness gracious, they got the job done. Also, Ben, look at the second line score for the second game in the top left section. What do you see? What does it tell you? Uh-oh. Uh, looks like, if I remember my logos right, the Milwaukee Brewers lost their, <laughs> lost their game. <laughs> So, so the game to the right of ours, this one right here. Oh, to here. the right of ours. Uh, what am I looking at here? Royals take the victory over the Seattle Mariners, I think. Which means? I forgot what that means. It's been a whole game of time since we discussed this. <laughs> Which means, ladies and gentlemen, we have clinched our division by process of elimination. Um, so, yeah, so we had to win our game. And Seattle had to lose their game for us to, to clinch the division. And that is exactly what has happened as the Royals beat the Seattle Mariners 4-2. So the Hornets are guaranteed a spot in the playoffs. We have punched a ticket to the postseason. We'll get to the seeding once the end of the season commences and we get to that point. But for now, we're guaranteed a spot in the playoffs mathematically. And uh, that is a very, very satisfying feeling. So ladies and gentlemen, you will get bonus baseball this season. Extra games will be in the postseason. We're guaranteed at least a best of three in the first round, in the divisional round, um, once that comes upon us. But I will hold my excitement until that point. For now, let's go to the rest of the scores here. Again, Hornets win 10-2, beat the Blue Jays, and since the Mariners lost 4-2, we are now in the playoffs. We've won the division guaranteed, and we have a spot in the first round. Jumping over a little bit, Phillies beat the San Francisco Giants 6-5. Uh, Kurt Schilling takes the win. Fernando Diaz and the Giants take the loss. They go down to 6-4. Phillies are now 6-4 as well. Uh, just a recap on that Mariners-Royals game. Royals jump to 500, 5-5. Uh, Henri Deschamps gets the win there. Ryan Vanderhoek for the M's take the loss. They're down to 5-5 five five as well, and they are a little bit further away from a playoff contention spot. We'll see what happens there. Montreal Expos beat the Cincinnati Reds in walk-off fashion, getting two runs at the bottom of the sixth to overtake the lead and take the game. Davy Marion wins it for the Expos. They get to 6-4. and four. Menard McElroy takes the loss. 
They are down to 5-5. Five and five. Extra inning baseball in Minnesota. The Tampa Bay Devil Rays took 11 innings to scratch out a win against the Minnesota Twins in a hard-fought affair, winning 5-4 in 11, getting a run in the top of the 6th, or top of the 6th, top of the 11th, excuse me. Mandy Coolidge gets the win. The Devil Rays are running hot. They are 7-3. Twins take a tough loss there. They drop to 5-5, five five, but they're still in the playoff hunt and also the American League Central Division race, especially because the Indians got shut out today by the Anaheim Angels. 7-0. A three-hit effort from Ramona Bennett and company. The Angels get to 5-5. Five and five. The Indians fall to 5-5 five and five there. Stephanie Morgan taking the loss. <clears throat> Next one up, White Monsters Ben. Lose a close one on the road to the Florida Marlins. 6-5 to five is your final in seven innings. Walk off one run. Score there. Debbie Nagasawa for the Marlins takes the win. They go to 4-6. and six. They're one game below 500. Or two games below 500, excuse me. Uh, the Monsters, Peter Levine takes the loss. They fall to 5-5 five and five as well. Houston Astros win over the Bombers by the score of 4-2. Wendy Parsons takes the win for the Strohs. And Billy Mendelson and the Bombers take the loss. They are 3-7. and seven. The Astros are now 5-5. Five and five. Last line at the bottom of scores here. The Fish is keeping pace with the Tampa Bay Rays. 7-3, Derek McCattery, 7-3 are the Fishers now as Derek McCattery gets the win. They beat the Junior Wombats 4-1, a three-hit, one-run effort from those folks there. Wombats, Wing Quan takes the loss, and they are in absolutely rough straights down there at 1-9 on the season, um, scuffling into the toward slowly toward the end of the year, but <clears throat> they've still got some games to play for it, so just go ahead and pick your head up and do your best. Texas Rangers lose a thrilling extra inning affair, 6-4 to the Baltimore Orioles. Todd Xavier gets the win. The Orioles climb to 3-7. Rangers are now 2-8. Faye Dawson will take the loss there. Both teams are mathematically out of playoff contention, I do believe, unless something crazy happens, but I, man, we'll see. I'm not, I'm not, I will reserve my judgment, Ben, until we see what happens, so we'll see what goes on there. Um, next one up, the Colorado Rockies win 4-2 with three runs in the bottom of the sixth. Uh, Rachel Labuena gets the win. The Rockies get to three and seven. The Melonheads drop their third game of the year, which is very shocking. They were they, they are considered one of the best teams in baseball. They now drop to seven and three. Uh, Brenda Marquardt takes the loss there, but they're still in good straights for the postseason run as well. And in the last game on the board, it took uh, only six innings for the Diamondbacks to win their seventh game of the year. They beat the Pittsburgh Pirates handily 5-1, Randy Johnson's old team. Um, Jose Meisenheimer picks up the win. They go to 7-3. Esmeralda Hyman takes the loss. The Pirates now fall to 3-7. Let's take a quick look at the standings here because a lot of things have happened. There you see, Ben. We've clinched a spot in the playoffs. We've clinched a playoff berth. We are in it to win it, as they do say. Um, so the Hornets have, have clinched the division and a spot in the playoffs. Uh, over there in the National League, Melonheads have a game game lead over the Expos and Phillies. The Reds are tied with the Monsters and Astros in the NL Central. That game, that series, that series. Words. I'm excited. That <laughs> division is up for grabs by anybody. It's going to be a horse race to the end there, I do believe. National League West, Diamondbacks have a slim one-game lead over the Giants. Rockies and Bombers trail by four games. And on to the wildcard race. So... It is a dead heat tie between or among the Giants, Expos, and Phillies at six and four. The Monsters and Astros are one game behind at, 
at 5 and 5 and the Florida Marlins are only two games behind at 4 and 6. And then over in the American League, the Devil Rays have a two-game lead over the Angels, Mariners, Indians, Royals, and the Blue Jays that we just played against. Um, they're going to be tough to beat, Ben. If they don't win their division, they will at least, I think, get the uh, get the wild card spot there. So we will see what happens there. Anything can happen. We've got four games to go in the season, and I'm very curious to see what's going to happen down the road. But that being said, what are your final thoughts on the game that we saw today? that we've clinched a spot in the postseason, and what are you looking forward to most in the last four games of the year here? Um, I'm going to echo my some of my thoughts from uh, later on in the game for adapting to the weird climate that is the ocean side, also the sand here. So um, Red Hornets and Toronto Blue Jays kind of batted it out in traditional fashion, placing the ball where you normally wanted to place it in normal circumstances. And then uh, towards the second half of the game, the Red Hornets found a way to play small ball in the most annoying way possible. They placed mm-hmm. three runners on base very strategically and then just kept rolling runs in with very short plays. One of them, Michael, if you remember, Kenny Lofton barely beat out uh, Maria Luna <laughs> in front of the bag for inexplicable reasons. We are still trying to crunch the numbers on those ones. The jury is still out, but... Um, Suffice to say, the Hornets found a way to adjust their style uh, for the better and widened the gap and did not close it at all. Um, Actually found a way to use the uh, home turf of the Toronto Blue Jays against them to Mm -hmm. clinch out this 10-digit victory. Yeah, 10-digit, no, two-digit victory. Wow. Uh, eight-run game. So that's that's great. Um, it was nice and dynamic until then, and then the Hornets just ran away with the whole game. So mad props to our boys and girls. I can say I am not surprised to see us in the postseason like this, and we will I'll be curious to see if we end up seeing the Blue Jays again. Um, they are just in the wildcard race as it stands now, but we will stay tuned for all that goodness coming up later on in the season. Back to you, Mike. Alrighty, sounds good. Well said there, my brother. I agree with all of what of, all of what you just did there. Um, I'm curious to see how it's going to wrap up. Um, the rest of the playoff races are still very much alive and going. Uh, nothing is quite decided yet, and uh, we'll see what the next uh, the final four games of of this regular season how they play out and uh, what that means for us for the postseason once we get into it. We still have games to play for here as well. Four games to go in the season. Anything can happen. The games are as follows. We play the Diamondbacks on the road, finishing up our two-game road stint. Then we're home against the Expos for game number 12. Back on the road at the Pittsburgh Pirates for game number 13. And then we're rounding it off at home against the Fishes uh, for game number 14. And uh, that will be the end of the regular season. Uh, We'll do some playoff preview uh, after that once we know what the picture looks like fully across the league. And we'll dive into the matchups and see uh, what's what there. We'll go in-depth into like the matchups, how things could go, what we're looking for and expecting for these series. Anything anything goes. It's going to be a fun ride, and we'll bring all that to you there at that point as well. But for now, for my good buddy, brother and co-host Ben Schultz, from all of us here in the booth, and or for myself here in the booth, and from all of us at Throwback Sports Productions, thank you so much for listening, tuning us in, and uh, spending part of your day with us. We do appreciate that a lot. Go ahead and find us on Red Circle and uh, search Throwback Sports Productions and you will find us there and all of your most uh, 
beloved and treasured uh, podcast uh, <coughs> sites and providers. We're on a whole bunch of platforms, so go ahead, check out the website, and take a look and see where you can find us if you haven't already. And to those listening, thank you so much. We appreciate it a lot. Uh, we love the support, and we love doing this, like I've said before, and I'll say it again uh, until the very end. We love what we do here. This is a blast. This is a kick for us, and we're just going to keep cranking out the content because... Uh, we enjoy it, and we love that you guys enjoy it, too. So go ahead, tell your friends, uh, pass us around, and uh, feel free to uh, spread the word and uh, spread the fun times here. We'll, we'll keep this going for as long as we can. Thank you again. Have an awesome rest of your weekend, everybody. And uh, we will see you next time for game number 11. Once again, props to the Hornets. 10-2 victory, and it's clinched a spot in the postseason and clinched the division. We'll get into what we're going to next uh, in the next game. Until then, have a great day, everybody. Take care. So long.